Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. We are so excited to have our next guest joining us from Hummingbird Marriage and Family Therapy, Ashley uh, Pinkney, joining us here once again to talk more about the work she's doing and, of course, how she can help you. She's an author, uh, thanatologist, amateur photographer, uh, also a bookworm. My goodness. And she owns the company. Again, Ashley uh, uh, Pinkney joining us. It's HummingbirdMFT.com, and that's for Hummingbird Marriage and Family Therapy. How are you? I'm doing well this morning. Thank you for having me again. Well, thanks for being here. Fellow New Yorker, she's from Rochester. Uh, Could you talk a little bit about the work that you're doing and how you're helping our listeners? And then we're going to get into some specifics today. Absolutely. So, um, Hummingbird Marriage and Family Therapy is a private practice in Rochester, New York. I work in person and virtually for all those who are in New York State. And I specialize in supporting people through the ebbs and flows of life so they're able to overcome long-standing issues they see as burdens, create healthy, authentic relationships, and to build a value-oriented life. So the services I provide are individual counseling, couples counseling, as well as group therapy and clinical consultation for other therapists. Yay! Well, thank you for being here. We're excited. This is really episode three right now? Yes, we are. Wow. <laughs> All right, so it's managing life transitions is what we're going to talk about. So let's talk about what life transitions are and how they're beneficial to start. So um, life transitions are periods of life where you experience a change in your lifestyle. So there's a shift from a period of stability and predictability to a period of change. And life transitions are completely normal. We all go through them on a regular basis. Some transitions can be easy, while other ones can take longer periods of adjustment. But it's something that we experience as humans as we just go through life. And sometimes we have to just learn how to deal with things um, in different ways as those transitions come. Um, The benefits of different life transitions, um, they can cause excitement. So they can be a fulfillment of a longstanding goal or a wish. So... You know, for example, if you go to college and you finally graduate, you know, getting that diploma is a goal that you've been working towards. But then difficult life changes can also cause personal growth and skill development. I always like to say that you don't know what you're capable of until you, you know, get the fire put under your feet. And sometimes we grow and bloom in spaces because of difficult changes. Um, And then changes also cause increased knowledge, life experiences, and can create new opportunities. I know some people who've gone through some massive life changes and created businesses because of those experiences or, you know, created nonprofits in order to help and serve people. So change can be such a catalyst for growth for all of us over time. Thank you so much for sharing that. And let's go specifically into more of these benefits of, you know, uh, what it could do for us. So in transitions, you mentioned they can cause excitement, right? Uh, Increased knowledge. What other ways are they beneficial? Well, I think it's so specific to people, you know, things that cause excitement. Like, I'm sure, like, most people would think of something that maybe happened in their life that was unexpected, but then cause a whole lot of excitement so something like getting proposed to like maybe this was like okay this is going to be a massive life transition and I'm joining my life with another person and what does that mean but also I'm really excited to do that um those are 
um, changes that can happen that are beneficial. They cause excitement. Um, and then also on the flip side of that, there's also um, the impact of life transitions where we can have um, other impacts such as increased stress or stress on relationships. Um, there can be um, those sort of things and where we really need our support networks to come in and help us as well. So in beneficial changes or like even with the stressful impact of things, having support around those things in multiple ways is always going to be important. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for enlightening us with this. And also there could be, well, some actually bad impacts or negative impacts, should we say, of life transitions, right? Not always good. Yes, not always good. And, you know, I think sometimes it's not necessarily even the transition, but it's just how do we adapt to change? Like I know so many people who I work with who have, you know, fear of the future or just fear of change and that, you know, over, um, overarching question of like, what am I going to do or how am I going to do this? And sometimes as we're trying to figure those things out, other maladaptive coping skills come into that. So um, there may be um, eating disorder behaviors. That's one of my specialties. I work with people who have eating disorders, and oftentimes when people have massive transitions, I can see people will start to um, slip back into some of those behaviors that are not most helpful for them. There's also um, depressive episodes can come up, um, increased anxiety or panic, and even just trying to get through things, episodes of fatigue, loss of sleep, restlessness, and just that overall not feeling like yourself as you're trying to adjust to whatever change is coming in your life. Got it. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. And things could be scary. And, you know, it does cause anxiety and stress, right? And something different. And you got to yeah. get all these new, how do you learn to, to cope with these types of things? Well, I think you learn through life experience is one of the ways that we do things and how we learn for those things. Um, I think that oftentimes we have these networks of people who are around us and especially if you look at people who might have been older than you who have gone through different things, sometimes getting advice from other people can be so helpful along the way of, you know, asking somebody who's been through it and, you know, how did you get through this? Like, I think sometimes when we go through massive changes, people can often feel alone or isolated in those spaces and forget that, hey, you know, you might have a network of people around you who can help you as you're going through those things. And also your network of people hopefully also wants to see you do well and, you know, wants to invest in your development. So people are willing to be there for you if you ask. And sometimes people have this impression that they have to be strong or independent and that asking for help is weakness, which it really is not. You know, there's strength in being able to ask for additional support. Wow. All right. Well, thank you for this. And let's talk more about these categories of life transitions if we can. Of course. So um, the research that was done by Sharon Miriam in 2005 named four different categories of life transitions. So we have the anticipated life transitions. So those are the ones that we know about. You might anticipate and likely have some time to prepare for. So when we have these anticipated transitions, it gives us the opportunity to plan or get supports in place to try and ensure a smooth transition. It doesn't take away the stress of it, but it just makes it more manageable. And also, anticipated transitions may also give you an idea of an anticipated end point to the change so you can shift back in that space of stability. 
So, like I said earlier, like a graduation from school might be an anticipated life transition, or even, you know, high school students choosing what school to attend. You know, once that decision is in place, you know that that's happening, and, you know, you've gotten over the hump, and, you know, that leads into another transition of actually going to school, but, you know, that's a whole other piece of it. Um, And then we have things such as career changes, getting married, retirement, moving, um, having a child, or um, even, like, if there's a long-term illness or the death of a loved one, sometimes those things can be anticipated as well. Got it. And also, um, talk about anticipation, right? Uh, You mentioned that could be marriage. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's another one. Retirement, choosing what school to attend, and uh, anticipation is just can make you so anxious but what about unanticipated so those unanticipated transitions are those things that come about which you did not plan for and may not be something that you calculated as part of your life plan so they can be pleasant or they could be unpleasant in nature they can cause more stress and can cause more emotional distress because of the unpredictable nature or it can be a monumental surprise that happens so something such as an unexpected pregnancy that is unanticipated or being proposed to, also unanticipated. But um, you can also have something such as getting a promotion at work, if there's a major health diagnosis, um, a job loss, even like the breaking up of relationships. I think one of the biggest type of unanticipated transitions we have can be related to death or loss. Um, and losing somebody who may be important to you or having a really sudden loss. And that type of nature can really cause a lot of distress and um, interruption into your life and learning how to deal with that. Um, And while I'm touching on that right now, I'm going to talk a little bit more about um, grief and loss in a future podcast, so I hope people will tune in for that. Um, But one of the biggest unanticipated life transitions I think all of us can really relate to is what happened with COVID-19 and the world shutting down for two years? It's totally unanticipated, my goodness. What other transitions are mm-hmm. there? Um, there's also non-event transitions, which is when an anticipated transition does not happen or it doesn't happen when you would like it to happen. So this has elements of grief and loss in it because it can be a feeling that you're losing the life that you had planned for or expected. So not getting into a school you had applied to or not getting a promotion at a job that, you know, maybe had been promised or anticipated happening or even, you know, trying to have a child and you're not having any results with that. You know, all of those things have different elements of loss to it. And there's other types of non-invent life transitions, which also um, have that element of grief and loss to it that can be connected to, um, how you're coping with it and can make it really difficult just because of the part where it's just not what you expected to happen. Yeah, well, at this time, it's a perfect time. we got to take a quick commercial break. Would you mind sharing uh, all the forms of contact, how we can reach you? Absolutely. So first form is my website, which is hummingbirdmft.com. So that's hummingbird, M as in marriage, F as in family, T as in therapy.com. Also at Hummingbird MFT on Facebook um, and Instagram. And phone number is 585-443-3124. 
Perfect. Thank you so much. All right, everyone, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. We ask that you stay with us and don't go anywhere. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-386-9945. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Are you looking for even more of the podcasts and hosts that you love? The Podcast Business News Network is proud to announce that you now have even more ways to listen live. Check out the MyTuner Radio, Online Radio Box, and Simple Radio apps on iOS and Android, or find us online. Search for Business News Network on MyTuner-Radio.com, or search Podcast Business News Network on Streama.com and OnlineRadioBox.com slash US. Take your podcasts on the go and don't miss a minute of the action. Hey, welcome to Everything Outdoors. Can I help you find anything? Hey, yeah. Can you point us to the camping gear? Sure, aisle two. Snowboarding? Just bought a new Nissan Pathfinder. It's got intelligent 4x4, and we want to hit the backcountry. Aisle 18. And the boats? Are you sure you can do all this? Up to 6,000 pounds towing. We're good to go. Oh, where's the scuba gear? Return to rugged in the all-new 2022 Nissan Pathfinder. Available intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Towing capability varies by configuration. See Nissan Owner's Manual for proper use. Welcome to Philo, where you can get more than 60 channels for $25 in DVR for days. We've got hip-hop for lovers, renovations for brothers, pups for preschoolers, and hugs for hallmarkies. Start your free trial and find out more at philo.tv. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. And welcome back to the show. We are so excited to have our guest here joining us today. And we're talking about life transitions, right? And uh, all that uh, comes with that, the unanticipation, the anticipation, how they're beneficial, how they're not. Uh, So where do we leave off? Uh, We were talking, I think, about, was it uh, unanticipated, right? Before non-event? Yes, we did. We were talking about unanticipated um, life transition. We spoke about anticipated ones, also non-event ones. And the last type of life transition is a sleeper life transition. Um, So a sleeper life transition is one that occurs subtly and over time without necessarily having a conscious awareness to it. It just gradually sneaks up on you. So this one's different just because of its this quiet nature of how it occurs, but then, you know, next thing we know, we're in a different space in our life than we were before. Okay. Great. So, Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so, like, examples of the sleeper uh, life transition is, you know, mastering a competence and a skill. So, if you were learning to speak a different language, and next thing you knew, okay, I could speak this fluently, and I can read it fluently, and I'm having conversations with people, you know, that's a sleeper transition of learning that skill. 
um, saving enough money for a large purchase. So, you know, people like to think that they want to buy a house or a townhouse or something like that. And, you know, that's just is a little bit at a time until you have the payment for that. The development of different health conditions can also slip up on us as well. Um, and then one of the biggest sleeper life transitions is the aging process. For example, for myself, it slipped up on me and I didn't realize I was getting older until I noticed that I had some gray hairs. And I'm like, where did these come from? But that's a life transition, you know? Yeah, it's so true. I'm getting the grays now myself. Uh, hard to cope with. <laughs> yeah. Well, not too bad. You've got a little hair dye if you need to. True, 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 true. What, <laughs> other, what, what other coping mechanisms? So, you know, the coping mechanisms with, like, the sleeper um, ones is, you know, I think also goes back to what I was saying before with community. You know, with these kind of things, like, other people have probably gone through them slowly as well and are noticing those changes. Um, I know that I've had many conversations with friends about um, the different types of changes that we go through and just trying to understand, like, is this normal that I'm going through? Is everybody going this? Is this unique to me? And there's so many things that just happen that are completely normal and everyone's going through and having those conversations just kind of eases some of that anxiety about the stuff that's going on. Um, but, you know, coping with changes in general, there's so many things that we can do. Um, so specifically related to what I was saying about anticipated transitions, um, that connects back to what we spoke about last week about value-based living versus goal-based living. And values involve an ongoing action to the directions that we keep moving and where goals are, you know, what we want to achieve along the way. So when you have these anticipated transitions and there are things that are in your control, I think remembering your values is something important. So one of the things is to ask yourself is, is the outcome of this decision in line with what I value? And reminding yourself of that even in the hard times that you made a choice or decision that's to have this transition occur, but it's in line with something that you really, really wanted. Got it. That's true. All right. What else do you mm -hmm. have for us? Mm -hmm. So I think focusing on the benefits and the opportunities often in life transitions can be really helpful, like how overwhelming something can be, but oftentimes we can adjust to it and there's a bigger picture that's part of it. Also, checking your timeline. Like, is there a foreseeable endpoint to everything? Sometimes things can feel so overwhelming and looming towards us that we're like, okay, this, is this ever going to end? When it's like, well, realistically, this will probably be done in like a month or this transition will be over in six months or so. And, you know, you get back to that place of stability I was talking about before. Um, preparing wherever you can is important. Setting aside time for self-care and making sure that you're taking care of yourself as you're going through changes so you don't burn yourself out. And setting reasonable expectations for yourself of others as well. I think sometimes we want to do things right and perfectly. And, you know, sometimes we are not going to be able to do it exactly that way, but we can have good expectations of ourselves of what we're capable of doing. As I keep saying, utilize your support system. That's always going to be important. Um keep going. I think sometimes we get to that hard point and we want to stop, but sometimes if we just get over the hump and keep going, the transition can go by a lot smoother instead of stopping and then maybe having to restart again. And then if you're able to celebrate the transition, like I remember going to school and doing all these things and school was really hard and I didn't celebrate stuff until some of my friends are like, well, 
you you did this thing. Like, we should go to dinner. We should do something. Like, we have to acknowledge this. And sometimes having that celebration of the transition just gives you that moment of being like, oh, I did this. I got through this. And I got people around me who are helping and supporting me. Got it. And all right. Well, we do want support from you. Could you share best form, all forms of contact? Um, again, just want to remind them who we're talking to here at Hummingbird. I don't think we reestablished when we came back from uh, <laughs> the break. Tell us the website. Yes, it's hummingbirdmst.com. So Hummingbird Marriage and Family Therapy. Um, I'm Ashley Pinkney, who is the owner and lead therapist there. And the ways that you can contact me, the phone number is 585-443-3124. I'm located in Rochester, New York. And you can also go to my website again, which is hummingbirdmft.com. Well, awesome. Thank you so much. So we're here still talking about life's transitions, if you are tuning in, uh, with our, our licensed and marriage and family counselor here. And uh, we got to talk more about this therapy, right? And that word alone could give people anxiety, the transition to start therapy. <laughs> And you offer both uh, individual uh, couples as well. And uh, let's talk about how it can really help maybe, um, you know, help with this new stress and this, this new adjustment, shall we say. Yes. So therapy is not scary, I promise. Like, I'm not a scary therapist. At least I try not to be. And I hope most of my clients don't think that I am either. But, you know, we do want to help you go through these different life transitions. And these expected and even positive life changes tend to cause some level of stress or even this resistance because we don't always like change. So, you know, with a life transition, it can be accompanied by these intense feelings of fear or uncertainty or even regret. So when I'm working with people, and like we said, I work with individuals and I work with couples as well, you know, we work together just to cultivate this sense of resiliency and vitality in your life. We build coping skills to be able to do that and look at our support networks to be able to help you go through those transitions. So you're able to adjust to the changes that might seem out of your control. But life changes are normal. They are absolutely completely normal. We're all going to go through them. And we might not be able to solve every single problem that happens with a life transition. However, you can learn how to adapt and better manage whatever you're finding as a burden. And eventually things do end and just kind of keeping that in mind that it's not forever often but there is an end point and just trying to help you get from point a to point point b through that transition and you know you clearly you mentioned you do this with people to, together couples is it also group therapy too or is it just individuals and couples yes there absolutely is group therapy out there there's so many community support groups and i encourage people to reach out to them in their own areas about where are support groups that um, may be able to speak to the specific um, burden that's going on in your life. So um, there are grief and loss groups for people who have experienced a loss. Um, Like I've run a ton of those. That's something that I specialize in in working in grief and loss. Like I've run groups with um, adults who have lost loved ones, who've lost spouses, um, I'm currently doing some work with a nonprofit here in Rochester called Dreams from Drake, which does support groups for children who have lost family members. Um, there's also groups to help with health concerns. I know that the Breast Cancer Coalition in Rochester has a group that's so many different groups to help people who've gone through breast and gynecological cancers and how important that support network is. And then there's also just like meetup groups that are in the communities 
to help people who have moved into the area or if you have specific interests, those sort of things. There's so many community supports that are out there, um, and if you're working with a therapist, they can help you find one. I know that I try to be really well-informed of that network, so if you know me and if you work with me, I'm probably going to say, hey, have you tried this out or have you reached out to these people because, you know, we can't grow in isolation. We need community around us to help us as we're going through things in life. Thank you so much for enlightening us. And again, as you always do, could you remind us how we can reach you? Yeah. So phone number is 585-443-3124. And my website is Hummingbird Marriage and Family Therapy. So that's Hummingbird, M as in marriage, S as in family, T.com. And social media on Instagram and Facebook is at Hummingbird MFT. Thank you so much. Pleasure having you back and looking forward to conversation number four next week. <laughs> Have yeah. a great day, okay? All right. Thank you very much. Thank you for being here and again for enlightening us one more time, everyone. Please reach out hummingbirdmft.com. Go right to the website to find out more about the marriage and family therapy um, that our friend here has to offer. And uh, have a great day, Ashley. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.